A lot to break down with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. And yesterday you said you'd be surprised if Selena Robinson lasted the day. And I said some new Democrats were wishing she'd recognize that she'd become a distraction and resign. And here we are. She's gone. Here, Here's what I thought. I thought, you know, if you're in cabinet, you serve at the pleasure of the leader, right? Yep. And we've seemed to have lost the art, you know, in years past, and you know this better than I do, that if you were causing a problem for the leader, you stepped aside, you had a timeout, and maybe later on you came back to cabinet. That used to happen. It doesn't happen as much anymore. Well, it doesn't happen in part because a lot of governments are run now by the rule of no trophies. They don't award trophies to their critics. They don't acknowledge that anybody screwed up. Uh, they don't fire ministers. And I can, you know, one obvious example, Mitzi Dean was a terrible minister of children and family development. Everybody recognized yes. that. There were all kinds of calls for her resignation. And David Eby stonewalled them. He refused to fire her. And when he finally shuffled her, shuffled her this year, he just moved her to another ministry. So David Eby doesn't fire incompetence. He doesn't fire people who get into trouble. But it's pretty clear that he leaned on Selena Robinson to go here, even after he'd stood behind her last week. So what happened? Yeah, what happened? Well, I could point to a few things. First of all, the NDP had to cancel a major fundraiser during an election year. Now, they said, oh, well, that had nothing to do with it. Why would we do that? Second of all, they were in terrible trouble with the Muslim community and with the indigenous community. And those two communities had made it very clear the apology wasn't good enough, and they were leaning on the government, and it's an election year. So David Eby yesterday put on this performance, and I call it that, you know, and says, oh, I have nothing to do with that. Oh, no, no. You know what? You know what he said? <laughs> Somebody finally said, well, what was the thing that changed between Friday and Monday? He said, oh, well, he said, you know, I realized that... There was so much work to be done on this. She had so many people she had to talk to at length. And of course, she's also the minister for post-secondary education, and there's a lot of work to be done there, and she couldn't do both. And then he said the math doesn't work. So it was a math problem. I mean, Simi, that's like his the other part of his performance. He went on about how much he admires Selena Robinson and how brave she is and what a great political leader she is. And I thought, you know, man, if that's what you think, that's what you do to somebody you admire, I'd hate to see what he would do to somebody he actively publicly disliked. So yeah, well, it's the premier's judgment that's at play here, I would say, not Selena Robinson's anymore. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about then the timeline of yesterday, like yesterday morning, as you and I were talking, you know, we got there was another statement that came out. There was another apology. It was much more fulsome than the one that came out on Friday. And I think I said to you, geez, it's too bad this one didn't come first. Yeah, at 7.30 in the morning, uh, NDP caucus put out a statement from Selena Robinson. So this is the communications arm of the government caucus. And you're right. It was what she should have said last week. It was a detailed apology. She acknowledged precisely the wrong she had done to Palestinian community, the Muslim community, the indigenous community. She addressed all of that. She said she would take a course in Islamophobia. Uh, to understand it better, like it was a genuine statement of contrition. And I, you said, as I, my reaction was too, hey, if she'd done that last week, she might have yeah. been able to save herself. I'm not sure she could have, but it certainly was 
uh, very well-intentioned and what needed to be said. The other thing to note is that came out of the government caucus. Now, the government caucus does not put out statements on behalf of ministers without first running them by the premier's office. So the premier's office knew that was coming at 7.30 in the morning. The next thing that happens is we've got an 11.30 press conference on housing. And this is a major political announcement about rental housing. And the government has come out and they're buying some rental properties and they're going to turn them over to nonprofits to create affordable rental. Major announcement, Premier's going to be there. They realize that all the media questions are going to be about Selena Robinson. Yes. So they cancel that. And then they say, the Premier will have a press conference at the Cabinet offices in Vancouver at 1.30. And the Premier comes out and describes this very difficult decision uh, and claims it's joint. He and Selena Robinson have agreed that she has to go. This is party unity time, right? But there's something very obvious, Simi. Selena Robinson isn't there. You know, if two people have decided to jointly make a statement about something, they're usually both there uh, to yeah. say that. She's not there. Where is she? Well, Premier says she decided to spend some private time, you know. Oh, but she's on side with this. So the Premier's still in the middle of his news conference, Simi, when we get a statement from Selena Robinson. Now, this is somebody who has been a dutiful New Democrat for a long time, and she knows what is expected of a good, good soldier on a day like this. So she says, oh, yes, it was a joint statement, um, and I'm still going to do all the work I have. But she breaks with E.B. on one point. The premier has the temerity to tell the media that, oh, he'd welcome Selena Robinson as an NDP candidate this fall. He thinks the world of her, right? She says, I'm not running again. And I made that decision a while ago. And I'm sorry, Simi, but hmm. I'd be astonished if David E.B. didn't know that, that she has right. no intention of running again. She's leaving. Okay. And she's uh, going to do her fix-up work, but she's leaving. I, I want to talk. Her I want to career is over. Vaughn, as you point out here, there is a bit of a history between the premier and Selena Robinson. Yeah, they are not allies in the government. So when John Hartman was premier, Selena Robinson was finance minister. David Eby was housing minister, and he was on treasury board, which is the committee of cabinet that makes the budget. And they clashed. Robinson and Eby. And Horgan finally removed Robinson, uh, sorry, Eby from the committee. And he was clear that he had to do it because other, otherwise he'd had to replace his finance minister. And he wasn't going to do that. So then Horgan steps down and Eby is clearly going to run. And Robinson toys briefly with running, but I think took soundings in the party and realized that wasn't there. But she stayed neutral in the leadership race. Uh, she was finance minister. She didn't want to get involved. She was working on the budget. Eby becomes premier, and the first thing he does is he removes Selena Robinson as finance minister. He gives her post-secondary education, which is a demotion in government, both in terms of power and influence and prestige and clout and everything else. So uh, they have a history of disagreeing around these things, and that was... Uh, sort of standing there in the background yesterday when David Eby was singing her praises. But he did say something, a couple of things that are important about Robinson. One was she's been very out front on social media 
defending the LBGTQ community very bravely, I would say, because you take a lot of heat on that file. And of course, she was very important in critical in rallying support for the Jewish community in British Columbia in the wake of the Hamas attacks in the Middle East. And that community has been was badly hurt. There was a wave of anti-Semitism. There was some very ugly stuff being sent by protesters in the streets, at our universities and colleges, and a fair level of tolerance for what a lot of people took as hate speech. So she was important in that and critical in that. And I mean, that's why uh, her to some degree self-inflicted ruin of her career as a politician is just sad and unfortunate because, you know, and Evie was asked this yesterday, it leaves the Jewish community feeling alone and isolated. And so, I mean, we saw that right away in statements from the Jewish community uh, that, you know, they were very, very sad. They've lost an advocate in government. They're sorry about that. But we did have one statement, Simi, that accused the premier of a double standard. And I think... Uh, the detail on that is important. So two weekends ago, David Eby's office made a major embarrassing mistake regarding International Holocaust Day. They put out two postings on social media on International Holocaust Day, which attached a statement of regret about the attacks on the mosque in Quebec City. So it was a, a gaffe. And it was twice, Twitter and Instagram. The premier's office spotted the mistake. They took it down. The premier apologized. But there were suspicions out there, Simi, because these are suspicious times that, oh, somebody was making a statement on the right. premier's staff. Premier said, no, it was a staff error. We refused to discuss whether or not anybody had been demoted or fired the Jewish community leaders yesterday, one of them pointed out, the Jewish community provided David Eby with cover on that. They accepted the apology. They said anybody can make a mistake. And they believed the premier's explanation for what happened. And they're saying, you know, Selena Robinson makes a mistake. And look what happens. She's gone from cabinet. Gone from cabinet. Again, still an NDP MLA, still sitting in yep. caucus. None of that has changed. Yeah, and not running again. She's already said that, and she said she'd passed the word on that before. She's been in the legislature since 2013. Uh, mixed record as a cabinet minister. Uh, I don't think she was a particularly good housing minister. I think the premier and Ravi Kailan were both better at that. I don't think she was a particularly great finance minister. But I do think that what the premier said yesterday about it, however sincerely he holds those beliefs, that she was very brave, uh, particularly on... a issue in these divided times that it is difficult to be brave about, which is standing up for Israel, standing up against anti-Semitism, standing up for the Jewish community. Uh, she took abuse that some of us yeah. can't even imagine. And so for that, it's a huge loss. And I, and I know, you know, a lot of people have said what she said, she never should have said. It is reckless. 
it was wrong, it was ignorant. So to some degree, she's the author of her own misfortune. And Simi, deep down inside, I expect she knows that better than we do. I have the same reaction that you do when you just did the big sigh when you talk about that, because I have that reaction too, because I thought, oh, it's just... So the comments were so unnecessary to the points that she's been trying to make. I've seen her fighting that fight, and there were a lot of admirable things about that, but just the, oh, I have that same reaction. One one other political observation. Look how quickly this thing blew up, right? Yeah. You know, we we look every day at the opinion polls, and they all say the same thing. But what we saw here is, you know, the election isn't over until it's over. And the political challenges just keep coming to governments this day. And 48 hours can change an awful lot. So, you know, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell you that I can read the opinion polls and re-election of the NDP is the way to bet. But I've also covered elections that turned around dramatically. And let's follow the story because it will unfold in ways that you and I can't even imagine. Although yesterday, Simi, you imagined what was going to happen yesterday, which was Selena Robinson will be gone by the end of the day. I think it was the fundraiser, just that the noise got yeah. so loud. You know, I didn't see the path. I don't see that. I didn't see the path out. Yeah. You know, that, that I agree with you on that. Yes, there was a mob. Yes, there were yeah. protesters. Yes, there was a petition. Those people are out there all the time, and they, this isn't going to make any difference to them. They'll be back, right? The party had to cancel a major fundraiser in Surrey, which is yeah. going to be one of the key political exactly. battlegrounds this year. And that, I think, is what David Eby went, whoa, we got a bigger problem here than I've recognized. Exactly. Well, Vaughn, thank you so much for talking yeah. to us about it this morning. Bye-bye, Sam. Appreciate that. That's Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun.